Hi, this is Marian Samuel from the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse in Antigua. Every Wednesday at 12.30 p.m., we interview a guest about real-life issues from the Caribbean. Welcome to Lighthouse Conversations, a time to explore the issues surrounding your everyday existence, your family, your community, your environment, your health and safety habits, your lifestyle, both physically and spiritually, will all be discussed here on Lighthouse Conversations. Let's get started and see just what we can learn to better your life. I am Marion Samuel. Welcome to another episode of Lighthouse Conversation. Today in the studio, I have with me Officer Number 26, Clinton Williams of the Royal Police Force of Antigua and Barbuda. Welcome, sir. Thank you. And thank you for accepting my invitation to come and share and help us to understand what one of the most vulnerable in our society, the teenagers, are facing at this time and how we can be a part in finding solutions to the many issues and concerns that our teens have in their lives. Officer Williams, uh, give us a little background of who you are and what drives you to this field of social work. Ah, long story. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Interestingly, um, first and foremost, I'm a servant of God, a police officer and a professional photographer. And as a servant of God, he instructs us to make disciples of all men he also says whatsoever you sow you will reap do good good will follow you he said train up a child in the way that he should go so when he's old he or she's old they will not depart from it and righteousness exalts a nation and sin wages of sin is death heartache shame disgrace doom so as a, as a believer, as a servant of God, and as a, um, a covenant keeper of God's words and righteousness, um, we can't do it alone. Yeah. Because he said in Psalms 127, except the Lord build a house, they that labor to build it, labor in vain. Mm-hmm. So train up the child mean, teach them right from wrong. Teach them the right thing. Righteousness would exalt them. Wisdom is a principal thing, sure. so therefore get wisdom, get understanding. And as he say, by humility, Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 4, by humility and the fear of the Lord, our riches are on life. And likewise, our, our youths are our seeds, and they are our investment. And, and, and our aim and objective in the natural is to see our children excel yes. in, in a holistic way. And, and in a spiritual way is God's will for us to excel in righteousness and holiness, things that are true, things that are pure, things that are honest. And if, if our children are abused, neglected, like failing to do what is right is automatically wrong. Mm-hmm. So who is going to teach them? How are we going to teach them? After God, we as parents are the first yes. role models for our children. 
And basically, what our children see in us, they likewise capitalize and do likewise. Mm-hmm. Some might be strong-minded not to do the bad things that their parents are doing, and some might be weak in not doing the things that the parents should be doing in a right way and so on. So it's contradictory sometimes. Um, relationship, dad might want to go to church, but mm-hmm. mom doesn't want to pray. She want to go to party, or dad may want to go party, and mommy. So there's a tug of war. Mm-hmm. So... As he says, charity begins at home. So as parents, as role model, we get to teach our children um, biblical standards. Mm-hmm. So thy word have we hid in our heart that we will not sin against thee, mm-hmm. we will not sin against God, and mm-hmm. our children will not sin against us and themselves. Mm-hmm. Because every action, every negative action is uh, consequences. Mm-hmm. And when they do the right thing, their rewards, their benefits, their enhancement, you, we feel proud of them. Mm-hmm. And likewise, um, in, in that sense, when they do something wrong, we also feel disappointed. And yeah. um, when our children excel, it reflects good on us because it means that we have teach them the right thing. We have given them the, ne- the necessary support mechanism for them to excel. Mm-hmm. And likewise, when they do fail, it's on us also. Mm-hmm. Notwithstanding, they have a mind of their own, but we have to set the foundation. Practice where we preach and preach where mm-hmm. we practice and not be double standards. You know, so... Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. Now, the common teenage or teenager, they face a lot of problems, especially in this day and age. Um, Officer Williams, I am sure that you spent many hours with our teens and you might be aware or you are aware Okay, of some of the real concerns that our teenagers face. I'm sure you're aware of them now, especially during that period of the growth stage between 13, 19, because, mm-hmm. you know, that's the teen years. Um, during this time, teens are exposed to some overwhelming issues. Uh, could you share some of these issues um, that you would see in the teen's life? Yes. Well, most what I've seen so far is the absentee of a parent, most of the dad. Um, there are quite a few single parent, quite a few, it's, and, and, and sad to say it's getting um, larger mm-hmm. every day as we speak. Um, dad and mama are no longer together for whatever reason, maybe pride, greed, loss, arrogance. Maybe disease, maybe migration, somebody move overseas and he's having extramarital affairs or she's having extramarital affairs and the relationship break up and the child suffer. And um, sad to say this, um, because of there's not, the dad and mama are no longer together, so now he or she doesn't feel obligated mm. to take care of their child and the child feel neglect. Mm-hmm. And they sometimes say that, I think I'm the cause or I'm the reason why dad and mommy mm-hmm. are no longer together, mm-hmm. which really, in fact, should be happening irrespective that they may be disintegrating. Their role is to continue to be the best parent they can be for that um, child because the child is part dad and part mom. So it's not more to the dad or more to the mom. But you all as parents, mom and dad has to bear responsibility in raising their children, providing for their children, disciplining their children in a godly, loving manner. Yes? Mm-hmm. So so with, with, with the absence of parent, um, a, a father or mother, the child might 
have sometimes sooner or later might have a stepmom or stepdad mm. and they don't know how to react or maybe the stepmother don't or the stepfather do not know how to react or reach that child and the mm. child might and, and sometimes they're good stepfathers good stepmothers and they might be hey going out all limbs out mm-hmm. to meet the requirement of the child to fulfill but sometimes resentment anger because the biological parent fail that child so that child may start develop anger strong anger is used for whichever sex male female so now like one time i had an opportunity to talk to a young lady and she, I, I asked her about her family members and she was happy she said my mom um we're good my grandmother my mom said but i don't know about my dad i don't know about his i don't know about those people mm-hmm. so i observed that she was angry mm-hmm. when I hit that knob and she was saying hey I don't want you to talk about that talk about anything else but not my dad and one child said to me and it, it, it's quite heartbreaking sometimes um, he said to me I, I went to my dad and I was trying to get his attention and he, he said to me as far as I know you're dead to me I don't know you exist Mm-hmm. And he says, it's bad when somebody outside your home says something negative towards you. It's even worse when it's said by a parent. Mm-hmm. And sad to say, um, the, breakup of, the breakup can be very bitter sometimes. So mom is saying bad things about dad. Dad is saying bad things about mom. But in a hitting the dad that much, he hitting all the mom. He hitting the child. Mm-hmm. So the child is caught between the crossfire. Mm-hmm. So whatever you, you, you release out your mouth. The, the Bible says, God says your tongue is a um, two-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you say negative, if you curse, curse come out. And if you bless, blessing come out. And if you speak life, and if you speak hope, and and, and um, unforgiveness mm-hmm. is one of the root causes mm-hmm. of the strife, the disintegration in family members, um, poverty, um, drug abuse, substance abuse, promiscuity, and anger issue. In in short, sin. Mm-hmm. The wages mm-hmm. of sin mm-hmm. is death. So he caused the mom to go her separate ways, the dad to go their separate ways, and the child to raise himself by going his separate ways, doing the things that are not seemingly or becomingly are not right standing. And if th- that child might be doing that particular thing over, let's say he's five, and he starts to steal at home and there's no correction, there's no discipline, mm-hmm. there's no rules. And, and and when he goes to the neighbor, he does the same thing. And the mom, what she do, or the dad, he dip his hand in his pocket and he pay back mm-hmm. for the child. And sometimes they try to um, compensate their children that they are failing in school, they have bad behavior, but you're buying them a brand mm-hmm. name shoes, $700, $500, $600, um, the latest cell phone, the latest gadget. But what a child need is love, mm-hmm. validation. Tell the child you love them irrespective that they do something wrong, but you can overcome evil by doing good and not rendering evil for evil. Mm-hmm. By telling a child that they're special, you love them, you're proud of them, and try to let that child know that, hey, when you ask me for something, I love you when I say yes, I love you when I say no, mm-hmm. and I love you when I say wait. Right. So mm-hmm. once these children from that get go. Even when they're in the womb, you can speak to your child. Of course. In the womb, and that's one of the best time, to some degree, to have that bonding mm-hmm. so that child recognize your voice and to know what your standards are, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, speaking life and speak hope, and like, 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 
the hardship that we endure as parents or youngsters coming up, we shouldn't want that to happen to our children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because as they say, what might save me might hang them. Mm-hmm. You know, so we got to teach our children to be responsible, respectful, accountable, so that they could be productive spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, psychologically, and financially, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, and, you know, as you were saying, um, talking about how our example could have, it could be good or it could be bad, on our children. And a word that came to mind was sometimes we tend to misunderstood, that's the word, our children because, well, and for instance, they might not be my bi- biological child, but this person is angry and they're fierce. And and then I might want to discipline that child harshly because I know, hey, you're supposed to be respectful and, and so forth and so on. But at the same time, I have no idea what this child might actually be, mm-hmm. be going through. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, let's talk a little bit about... Um, Many teens feel misunderstood. How could we encourage parents to approach and validate the needs of their children? Well, it, it, it doesn't even have to be a parent, maybe even a teacher. Yeah. Even if a teacher, you know, keeping in mind that teenagers have to deal with external and internal struggles. They are um, expected to cope with hormonal issues, changes, puberty, social and um, parental forces, culture school pressure they have all these things to deal with so how can we encourage or how can you encourage parents to approach and validate that um, teen and their needs yeah Um, communication is the key for every and any successful relationship so the more you talk to your child and the more you listen to your child you could have a better harmonious relationship by how was your day? What did you do today at school? Um, did you make any friends? Do you have any problems at school? And just get them to open up and talk to you. Feel free. I know we are busy. Sometimes we have two jobs, two jobs, and we, we're hectic. But we, we prevent, as I say, prevention is better than a pong or cure. Mm. It's better to talk to your child now than later on you're mapping up stuff that should be avoided so prevention is always better than a parochial so keep that communication line open you can never be too busy to listen and talk to your child have that open relationship with your child where he or she can talk to you about any subject matter and you got to tell your children that they got to be truthful at all time and no matter what you got to let your child know that there are rules and regulations. And if they do um, break any one of these rules and regulations, there are consequences, but you still love them. But it's just that the wrong that you hate, yes? But let your child know that, hey, daddy is here for you. Come to me. What do you think? You're going to get punished, yes or no? Tell me the truth so I can help you. Because if you keep lying or keep you say, if you keep saying that everything is okay, So that child is in denial. And sometimes our children mimic us. So if we are trying to lie to ourselves, we'll be lying to our families. We'll be lying to our sons and and on our daughters. And likewise, they'll be lying to us. So we'll be deceiving one another. Mm -hmm. So we, 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 we have, as, as the adult, has to set the precedence. We have to set the example for our children to follow and to build up on that and to rise higher. 
like our motto at the youth intervention is to is for our youths to rise higher, shine brighter in every areas of their life. Mm-hmm. And that's what God wants for us spiritually and physically. That uh, um, that he's taught Jeremiah twenty nine eleven that he taught towards us are uh, for good, for peace and not evil, for us to live excellent, to live triumphantly and victoriously, but we must do it. In every area of our life, we must hold on to good, hold on to that which is good, and let go what is bad. You are tuned to the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse, and you are presently listening to Lighthouse Conversation. I am Marian Samuel, and I am speaking with Officer Number 26, Clinton Williams of the Royal Police Force of Antigua and Barbuda. On the many issues and concerns that our teens face on a daily basis and the role society should and is playing in their lives. Just before the break, uh, you had mentioned the, the youth intervention program that you have. Could you talk a little more on the youth intervention program? How, what, what, what does it entail? What does it entail? Well, the youth intervention, we work in um, collaboration with the Ministry of Education, Social Transformation, I mean, Welfare and Probation, Substance Abuse and Truancy and Ministry of Education. So kids who may not be going to school, they're just... Uh, and, and, and some parents deliberately just say, you know what, if you know I go to school, you know I go to school, you know, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Some kids would put on their uniform, take their allowance, and pretend to go to school and don't go to school. They would go at school mark the register and goes right back out. Unfortunately, so we try to clamp down on that. So mm-hmm. if a child has been suspended f- from the school for behave- whatever issue, they spend the two weeks or one week or three days or a day at our center mm-hmm. trying to deal with them in respect to anger issues, substance abuse, promiscuity, poor self-esteem, mm-hmm. bullying, conflicts, try to deal with how to avoid conflict, how to resolve conflicts, mm-hmm. and how to be more accountable, how to be more assertive. So we'll talk to them on whatever, so, and, and substance abuse also, with all those um, things that are going on, things that affect youth and get them to open up. And sometimes some kids are reluctant because, oh, they don't like police. They mm. don't like. So I say the issue is not police. It's the issue that you have commit an offense. And yes, we are trying to rehabilitate you so you don't get suspended again. Where at the end of the day, too many suspension, you might be expelled out of school. So we are trying to prevent you. And more so, we're partnering with the justice system, yeah. where in that we are trying to um, avoid them out of the court system to sit down, do mediation and um, counseling and rehabilitation. So. The youth intervention is very important and very essential because as soon as you hit 18 and you commit mm-hmm. an offense, you'll be charged as an adult. Mm-hmm. So we are trying to reinforce to, okay, you have run a, an infection, you have caused an infection, so here, here it is, you got to come to be rehabilitated so you don't make the same mistake. So you try to remedy your mistake, prevent it from happening again, and you move on. Mm-hmm. So we are trying to divert you from going over to a cliff. Mm-hmm. So we talk and we talk. And we try to get them op- open up. And sometimes the root cause is mommy, mm. daddy, the home. And because they sometimes might be bullied at home, disrespected at home, they, they are treated as if they are just like a piece of meat or insignificant, so to speak. So hence the reason now sometimes they go at school. And this is not a reason 
the only reason why sometimes we have bullies in the school. Some might be abused by a mom, abused by a dad, abused by a stepfather, a stepmother, or a sibling, or even the neighbors. And they know they're trying to find somebody who is vulnerable, mm. smaller, or weaker. And they, or they may work single-handedly, or they may work together as a group. So, and then also, not, not limited to, also what they look at what they listen to, the type of music that they listen, the, the, the environment. After finishing school and going home, where do they go? What activities are they involved in? Who is supervising them? So sometimes some kids can be five years old, seven years old. They're, they might be a 10-year-old in the bunch supervising, but he, that 10-year-old needs supervision also. So now that child has been left on his own for five years, now he's 10, and another five years, that's 15. Mm. So he has been indulging things that he shouldn't be involved mm-hmm. in, so he just grew up not undetected to some degree because children, some kids can um, be chamele- chameleon, mm-hmm. meaning that they have a face at home, mm-hmm. an angel face at home, and the other side yes. at school mm-hmm. or wherever they go. Mm-hmm. And mommy or dad or their dad may not be at home when they return and then they're not seeing mm-hmm. the activities right. of the child. So now he just started to smoke. Mm-hmm. And when you in- interview the child by himself or in the presence, he say, I'm smoking now for two years. I'm drinking now for three years. I've been involved in this since I'm 10 years old. And they're 16 now. So now the mom are in denial. The dads are in denial. And sad to say this, sometime I, I, I did, um, I call at the prison, and they have like 291 males in prison. Married men, single men, single men without children, mm-hmm. single men with children. Some may have one, some may have two, some may have three. Some may have five, some may have ten. Who is taking care of mommy? Mm-hmm. Who is taking care of these kids? Where are the finance coming from? So promiscuous activities may come out mm-hmm. out of necessity that they are hungry. Mm-hmm. They need clothing, they need shelter, they need transportation, and most importantly, they need love, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. care, and protection. And sad to say this, they fall victims to the predators that are outside. Mm-hmm. They may feed these children, male or female, with one hand. Mm-hmm. They're building them up with one hand and they're tearing them with the other. Mm-hmm. And the child say, you know what? If I don't give him, if I don't do what he wants, I can't eat. Mm-hmm. I can't have a shoes. And they want to be like the rest. Some some persons can afford a cell phone for their kids, the latest cell phone that costs $3,000. And some kids has to lie on their back, sell drugs, steal, get involved in activities that are not becoming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the ills of society take advantage of our young boys and our young girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some of our dads die in prison before they... C- you understand me? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's sad. Some dads come out and they just go right back in. So there were six female in prison in comparison to 291 males. And that within itself, maybe all together, I'm just doing a random um, statistics, mm-hmm. maybe those men can be fathers to 800 children or more. Mm-hmm. We get a 
train up a child to be accountable, to be responsible. Mm-hmm. And we have younger girls making babies mm-hmm. who are not mature to be mothers, but they are forced to be mothers. Some turn out good, but some are still falling between the cracks, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So we have to pray for our youth. We got to practice where we preach, preach where we practice. As a Christian nation, we got to turn back to God, mm-hmm. look to God, as he says in Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If his people who are called by his name mm-hmm. shall humble themselves, pray, seek his face, and turn from their wicked ways, mm-hmm. he will hear from heaven, forgive us of our sin, and heal our land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we got to pray without ceasing. We got to practice where we, where we preach and stop speak negative negativity to our youths. Stop say evil things. Stop mm-hmm. say bad things about them because it's whatever you sow, whatever you speak comes out your mouth. It's going to manifest. And it's best now to nip it in the bud, mm-hmm. save our youth, saving our future. Because these are our sons and daughters. These are the ones taking over from us as pastors, evangelists, musicians, worship leaders, pa- um, prime ministers, doctors, lawyers, the fabric of society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... We just lost a young man in Bendels mm. some weeks back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before that, we lost one in December. We just saw a young dad, 40 years of age, or 39 years of age, got 40 years mm. for murder. Mm-hmm. He has children. Who is teaching mm-hmm. his children? We have um, a victim that got gone down in 2013. He has about seven kids. Wow. He wasn't. He had a particular lifestyle, which we know was was not becoming. Mm-hmm. Who is teaching his children? Mm-hmm. So we gotta look out for our brothers. We are brothers and sister sisters. We, we we are keepers for one another. Because you could neglect a child and say, "Oh, that's not my child. I don't care. That's my not, that's that that is not my responsibility." But later on in life, that same boy who you decide to push aside or that same young girl you push aside he's going to marry your daughter mm. he's going to marry your mm-hmm. son so when are you going to correct it when you get later mm. or when it's now mm-hmm. now is the time for it make a positive difference in somebody's life mm-hmm. because as they say this was for Jesus but it's for us today mm-hmm. as an example the stones that the builder refused the stone that the builder refused become the head corner stone so we got to train our children in righteousness and holiness mm-hmm. teach them to be accountable responsible respectful to whoever because we are all servant leaders and ambassadors for the nations of the world Okay, and that that was a mouthful there. Actually, and you went, the question, you went right into what I was going to ask next. Some, some of the problems, the related problems that our youths face and the causes. And you actually give the related issues, you know, the bullying, the self, low self-esteem. And the causes is because of us, our mm-hmm. the parents and society mm-hmm. and all the heads, you know, they and. Um, and the effective way of actually handling some of these problems and and so forth, the solution is basically Christ going back to Bible and what God says in the organization, the social work that you do. Um, have you seen? Has it been effective to the young people? Like some share some of the things, some steps, some guidelines that you actually would um, put in place to see 
the work being effective in our young people in the teens? It's, it's, it has been effective. The onus is also on the, on the individual. But at the same time, just like how the child has been doing something over a particular time, over a process of time, five years, it takes time to exfoliate. So consistency, mm-hmm. pray without ceasing mm-hmm. and give God thanks. It's like good, better, best, never let it rest. So we got to build these children up. Capacity building. Hey, you're a leader. You're a strong person. This is no lie. You're a strong person. To do crime, you gotta, you got to think. you got to be smart. Mm-hmm. Why not use your energy to do good and not evil? Because we see persons set out to do evil. This is why I tell them straight up. They're in prison. Mm-hmm. They're in a mental home. They're six feet under. They're in a wheelchair. They lose an eye. They lose a hand. They lose a foot. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say, for instance, one child said to me at a time, um, Officer, let's say you find a gun and you're hungry and you stick somebody up. I said, no, that shouldn't be it. You should be able to go to someone and say, excuse me, sir, excuse me, ma'am. Somebody that you can trust, somebody that you know. So, um, and this is nothing has to, and, and, and this is another thing that is affecting us, pride. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're prideful to do the wrong thing, mm. but we're not prideful to do the right thing. So he's like, he was saying he would prefer take the gun and rob mm. the person rather than go and ask the person, excuse me, so I need something to eat. He's telling me that he'll be ashamed. So I said, do you want to be in prison? No. Do you want to go to prison? No. Why? Because he's not going to do anything to go there. But I said, but your actions mm-hmm. and what you're saying are two different things. Join us next week as we continue part two of our conversation with Officer Number 26, Clinton Williams of the Royal Police Force of Antigua and Barbuda. Thanks for listening in on our conversation. We trust that it was beneficial to you as you continue to develop a more meaningful life. Do you have a topic or a guest you would like us to have a conversation with for a future episode on Lighthouse Conversations? We would love to hear your suggestions. Send us a mail at Caribbean Radio Lighthouse, P.O. Box 1057, St. John's, Antigua, or lighthousebimi at gmail.com. Or give us a call at area code 268-462-1454. Or send us a message via WhatsApp or text at area code 268-782-1454. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can hear Lighthouse Conversations Wednesday at 12.30 p.m. on the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse. If you're in Antigua, you can listen at 92.3 MHz FM. If you're in the Caribbean, you can listen at 1160 kHz AM or listen online at www.radiolighthouse.org from anywhere in the world. 
or you can subscribe to this podcast. Looking forward to having you join us next time. Bye-bye.